And does Dan just have to sit there? Can't you come? He he, he wants to. We off every time. Yeah, it sounds him. like you're over there. Like yeah, that's exactly he's, where he's he is. He's more than welcome. Are you always to there? come sit at yeah. his own table? Dom's always there. <laughs> this is how you it always is. You guys aren't usually here, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Welcome to um, how not to be an asshole. <laughs> is it a controversial thing to say? Are you got a secret you want to let out the bag? Just shit I usually skip over when I listen to a podcast. You, you ungrateful bastard. You're definitely the first politician I've talked to in a positive way. You're tapping on the table. Oh fuck! Yeah, you did. Oh, not sorry. <laughs> Is that your enthusiastic face? That should go straight on the wire. Okay, welcome to number 21 of How Not To Be An Arsehole. 21? 21. Are you going to contradict me for Remember last time I said 20 and you were like, oh. Yeah. Is it? And then we got fucking confirmation. Yeah. 21, Dan? No. Good work, Dan. Smashing through it. We got some exciting guests. But we're not going to introduce them. Are yeah, we? don't you used to Not talk you. for about four minutes beforehand? And yeah, you you just, just we just see. like to bore our listeners for a little while and then we come in with okay. the good stuff. Just bore I've it. usually tuned out by now. Yeah, that's what, I t- that's what I tell Todd, but he doesn't yeah. listen to me. Um, quick thank you to Miss Leon Taylor for the design, Mr. Cameron Robinson for the photos, Dom and Matt Short for the theme song. Have you guys heard the theme song? Yeah, it's yeah. a good, good song. Good you like that? Yeah. I played the chords on that. Did you? Mm. It's only chords I know on the keyboard. Had one, the, I had one piano lesson. Didn't course, San accuse yeah. you of stealing them? Did he? I don't know, something like that. Oh, man. Maybe Why I want to say that original. <laughs> um, <coughs> do we have oh, anything to talk about before we introduce the guests, <coughs> or should we just get straight um, into it? I just guess we'll remind people that we got the um, variety show coming up on the... No, that's in that segment. Oh, I don't have anything for that segment this week. Yeah, we do. I don't All say. right, then. All right. Cool. All right. Without further ado, our guests this week are Tom Scott and Louis Tuyaso. Tuyaso. Yeah. In between those two. You do it. Uh, you can't say it. No, I can't, can't say it. <laughs> <your, laughs> last name. And Louis Tui. Um, Before, um, Louis has been living under a rock. They are <laughs> former members of At Peace and current members of Average Rap Band. Um, we wanted to make a more average band. It yeah, was, good move. But too um, avant garde. Just wanted to make something a bit shit. You may more shit. May also know Tom from Homebrew and Louis from Nothing to Nobody. That were there. <laughs> That's no? right. I forgot. Hilarious. I remember because yeah. I saw you at your fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. When you guys were fundraising for the in the shade yeah, video. Right. Yeah, that was the first show ever done. Like in, and I was like, who the devil is this young man just and was rapping? That to, was that to like quite a big crowd? Yeah, like I, For I a had first no shot, idea what I was doing, but it was like, yeah. you know, like, I don't know if other people do when they no. first start. It's no. same, same experience. Like that you both, like, you know, like yourself and Barnaby, who was the producer of that group, you know, Barnaby now the... The owner of an international successful clothing band and brand. Who and, and, and you... Um, Who's richer out of it? You're doing good. You're, you're friends with Tom, right? I'm, yeah, I am. <laughs> Who do you reckon eats, eats more um, instant noodles out of you and Barnaby these days? I'm going to back myself on that one. Right. What clothing label does he own? Isle of Ugly. Oh, is that... So they like have a shop in France and LA and shit, but Louis... Um, I love really good at. But you put a song out. You put an album out on the internet, so <coughs> yeah. So know. who's laughing now, Barnaby? Exactly. Yeah. Success. What is <laughs> he, that? Like, like uh, what? Measure these nuts of success, Barnaby. Yeah. 
You, can, you make the flippy omelette too as well. Yeah, I, what, what style omelette would you like? I can do all different styles. So, so we were having quite an interesting conversation just before the, we started recording. Should we rewind to that? We were talking about, um, I, guess, I guess I wanted to talk about being an artist in New Zealand generally and like how it's sort of like yeah, not interesting un- conversation yeah. start but it isn't it isn't though don't you think like no, I, no totally like yes. i didn't really start traveling properly until about four or five years ago and then like done heaps of traveling and i feel like there is a sort of like a spirit and there is a, like a type of creativity that is happening mm. in this country or from people that have left this country and other places mm. which i haven't seen other places and obviously there's mm. another type of creativity mm. which is just as good but mm. I think the cool thing about it is it's a shared thing. It has to be, right? Yeah, because it's such mm. a tiny space, so you get to share everyone's creativity. You get to be inspired by what's happening at this gig down the road from the one you were just at, and someone totally different from you playing something totally different from what you're into, and you get to soak that up and take it to your show or, or whatever. You know, you might be at uh, the wine cellar, and then you walk up to whammy and there's something totally different happening there than what's happening at neck of the woods that's what you know what i mean like yeah even though to us it's like oh we're going to the fucking neck of the woods again this yeah, week. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. there's like so much happening oh at least i feel well you're you're i guess now it's, that i'm out of it yeah but you know like but it's also that you're kind of welcome so like as rappers you know you can go and be part of whatever's happening at whammy and then go be part of this film art thing that's happening down the road because you know the person and they see this free piss there. Yeah, so when I was a hermit, it wasn't so much there. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I went <laughs> to some gig and Askew was rapping. That was my, that <laughs> was was my that, first insight into that, New Zealand. Was that in Tomb Raiders? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. I went to 420. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out and see what happens. I had a real good verse on their project. True. Did you? Yeah. Did I rap on it? Don't know. Don't think so. Fuck, I only vaguely remember that. I thought you know, that's what New Zealand hip-hop was all about at that time. I went to 420 and it was... Him and Nikki, what's her name? Nikki Montana was rapping. That was my first. And then after that, I didn't come out for another two years. <laughs> that's, that's, that's out of it. My my first my first um local rap show I went to was Decepticons, and it was like at the ITF finals, and it was massive, man. Like that was the shit. Like I reckon I can't remember how big the venue would have been, but to think it was big, it was like was it a, in New Zealand, in yeah, Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was it Power Station or the, the Town Hall? It was fucking big anyway, and to think you could get that many people to a local rap act and a fucking DJ competition. Yeah. I remember just like, my mate was in a um, group from St. Paul's with um, Filetti and someone else, and it was like called something that sounded like Immortal Kings or something, you know, like yeah, one yeah. of those bands, and they were supporting. We were like so stoked. <laughs> he, would just, he would just rap like Tupac on like Jedi Mind Tricks beats or something, but that was the hottest shit back then. Do you reckon, because going back to the thing about New Zealand being small and like the different sort of creativity and the sense of community, do you reckon due to that too, like if there's not inspiring figures at the forefront of things, like it can really lull as oh. well? Oh, totally. So man. like when I left, I think things were lulling a bit, eh? And then mm. when I came back, things were really vibrant, like heaps of different dudes doing different shit and like kind of exploring their own lanes and but also the sense of community which like i reckon you tom are like big big part of like and being responsible for like i wonder if you hadn't come along what what things would be like right oh, there'd now. still be everyone there i just think i i was keen as fuck to to round everything up mm. because i've always felt like 
that was what made the music good. Yeah. The community that was something like breaking records beforehand. Or yeah. Was, you know, what was happening with uh, Shay being in the same places, Damn Native being in the same places, DLT, etc. Yeah. Et but it's out of it that you, like, kind of from, like, where I stand, like, kind of popped out of nowhere and took the initiative to do that. Like, there's only certain sorts of people who do that shit, eh? Like, yeah, but it didn't. It also helped that you dropped that um, EP, and then it was just like everyone was like, "What the fuck?" You know what mm. I mean? Because I'd met you before then, eh? But then it was like that was such a big step up from what you were doing. I saw before. you at uni one time. I was like, "There's that guy." Yeah, no, we had a chat, eh? And I you wrapped so. you wrapped that P verse to me. Did I? And you were like, "You should do the back and forth on this." I was like, "I can't rap like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy." Yeah, I was trying to be grime back then. I remember that. <clears throat> but um, I think the other thing is what we're talking about before is that you kind of have done this thing where it's like it's, you've changed the culture from because uh, it used nah. to be like when we no but in the sense of like when we were in Breaking Rap it's like yeah we brought everyone together and it was this cool momentum but it was never a focus on making money like that was never a right. thing and, and partly bec- because there wasn't any to be made but then I don't, maybe there was like maybe we were just so shit at it that, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean like and I think that's something that's changed, that's which is better because you know, like it's that. I was talking to this um, dude in New York about that. And I was saying how in New Zealand it's like people will say, "Oh, this," you know, in your mind you're like, "This is going to cost ten thousand dollars to make," but I'm going to ask for four thousand and then just work my ass off yeah. to make it happen for that. You know what I mean? Like, what is that saying? It's like if you give an artist two thousand dollars, they'll do anything. You know, which I think is true for that. Pretty much. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the um, new project, I was talking to Louie about this yesterday and I was like, because uh, like, after like heaps of conversations with you guys after the last At Peace record, it's kind of like, what the fuck do you do now? Yeah. This mm. one kind of seems like just going back to square one and then you can go off wherever yeah. you want to again. Mm. Yeah. Well, we were just talking with Brandon at the rock shop, um, which is a hilarious place, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, You've <coughs> never seen a mullet like you've Yo, seen one in the his name? Gareth? Probably. Yeah, shout out Gareth. Or was Fires it Grant? Hawk and Monica. Ah, for Yeah, but um, no, nah, like we're just talking about how after a project like that, you can't really, if what, what do you do? Like you make another avant-garde fucking project about space? Not mm. really, like, and after that to me, the challenge was to make something that was more accessible and actually something that our friends could play. Yeah. Like, because I felt kind of lonely having that record. Like, you'd be like, you space rap nerds, and <coughs> but I'm pretty I, sure Wes never played it. And while, like, t- while teasing you guys, I actually listened to that record quite a bit, particularly okay. gauging it by, like, listening to your friend's music. You know oh, how yeah, your, cool. your friend's music, you'll listen to a bit, but fuck. Because, like, starting out, making, <laughs> starting out making music, I just used to, I had a CD and I'd drive around, the neighborhood in my mom's car and just drop it in all my friends' letterboxes and be like, yo, son, you should listen to this shit, like, or whatever. Yeah. Like, and write their names on it in Vivid. Yeah. And, um, like, I just wanted to go back to that because... That's, that's kind of what... Sorry. That's kind of what Wiss's EP, EP exactly, felt like, hey, man, that was, like, like, the homie drop. That was for dropped, the boys, yeah, 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 yeah. Drop the CD in your letterbox. And there's something, Vivid. like, about that, like, mm. if, if you're making music that's not for your friends, it's kind of like, why... Are you making it, or maybe you just need better friends? <laughs> but I, <laughs> but no, like I, I kind of wanted to make a, a EP just to rap for, for a sec. But mm. 
But it's also like you guys are flexing on that new EP too. Yeah, practicing, yeah. I guess. In like some, some of the way. flows on that fucking insane, man. Mm. Well, let's talk about that night that um, you know, we had a mental breakdown. Like we like we just had like a tough week of writing. Like we try and write like this dude more than me, but like all the time. Yeah. And um <clears throat> it was just like hard and we were like fuck what do we? It, there was it didn't feel like it was fun anymore. Mm. You know, and like when I first met this dude, we used to go down to um Tudongi Road, go get a tinny like go to the lick store, like, you know, he'd have beats, I'd have beats, just go to my old house and just like, have, it was like fun as fuck, like, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, when you, when it, when you're doing something that you supposedly love and you're not even enjoying it, like maybe you need to like, I don't know, find that again or, yeah. you know, remind yourself like, oh, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, and uh, doing anything for a long period of time and trying to refine it, like you're, it's not always going to be fun. But yeah. like you know, just generally, like it should, yeah. be, it should be the amount of the amount of horrible. time you guys put in. How the fuck do you keep it fun? That seems so like laborious to me. Like the way yeah, I yeah for the listeners that don't know, like how off, how long do you guys write in a day? Just nine okay. to five, basically, mm. or usually ten to six. But then some days, if you're in the zone, like uh, uh, for me, I think it's not about how long you write. It's just about waiting for that time when. You're writing effortlessly, and then time's nothing. It doesn't matter if you spend six hours. It doesn't feel like six hours after that because yeah. you're just having fun. Like, So to me, it's like from nine to five, you do everything you can to get in that zone. Like you mm. might have to go for a walk. You might have to go play some basketball. You might have to fucking smoke some weed, whatever, just to get in that zone. And then once you're there, you're like, ah, oh, cool. It's right yeah. in itself. Yeah. How different is, like, how did you come up with that kind of creative work ethic, though? Because that's quite different than... I think, like I was saying to you before, bro, like, my dad has been a broke musician his whole life. Yeah. And my mum was always like, you're not going to be that. You're not going to scab off people. You're going to pay your own way. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm. So, like, I didn't want to be a scab. I didn't want to, like, have to live off my girlfriend. I didn't want to have to live off my mum. Like, I wanted to pay my own way. So I fucking worked my ass off to try and make something, to try and make money. Like, all the shitty things I have to do. I have to do fucking spoken word gigs and <laughs> fucking... Uh, <laughs> Rap seminars in Melbourne and fucking. You do rap seminars. DJ. I the DJ and cocktail bars and like I do everything, bro. Like just to pay my way, you know. Like, um, just because I feel like that's an honourable thing to be able to pay the rent without scabbing or something. Have you so. thought about like getting paid for your writing? Your writing's real fucking good. Like your writing, not like raps. Real but... groove and mm. fucking rip it up and shit the pace are low though eh? it's really low man and yeah. someone offered me the other day to do reviews for like 50 bucks a review and I was just like, holy shit man that's, that's worth it if you can listen. smash it out in like 20 minutes yeah, or something you know? that's worth yeah. it if you don't have to listen to a Saigon album has <laughs> <laughs> he finally put an album out no I don't know just chucking the chucking the boot and just got the opportunity to take that Saigon that's for never putting out a good album have you guys found a place in Australian hip hop where you feel? Because I think we've expressed our sort of experiences of it. But is there a place mm. where you guys have found? Because I'm sure it must have moved, right? Like, I feel like it's developed. I, I feel the same way about New Zealand. I'll just say this real quick. I feel the same way about New Zealand. I never wanted to be part of the New Zealand hip hop scene. I wanted to be in the same classes, even though it never happened. But this is what I was always dreaming of: like to be considered 
someone that was in the same classes, Julian Dine, same classes, Lady Six, same classes, like, uh, people like fucking Electric Warehouse or Grony, etc. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't want to be just another rapper. I wanted to be a musician. Mm-hmm. And like, I think in Australia, that's the same kind of shit we mm-hmm. should be thinking of. Like, we should be trying to associate ourselves with people like that silent J dude that we saw the other day. Was yeah, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Like, because uh, there, there's like, perhaps their rap scene isn't. They suck at rapping. Yeah. You know, they're good, but, or healthy or strong, good place, whatever the fuck. But there's heaps of talented musicians and stuff there. Like, mm. it's just like a matter of like aligning yourself with them or whatever. Like, it's threatening them. Yeah. Well, so they I, do stuff with you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. There's this one dude that we've um been chilling with lately. He's really fucking coolest dude, Remy. Yeah. I really yeah. dig his shit. Um, he's a rapper? Yeah, he's a rapper. Young kid. I think it's like uh, Ancestry's from Nigeria. Like his dad's from Nigeria, mm. but his mom's Australian. He's got this brilliant song where he talks about like... Um, his mum's ancestors were the ones that were like fucking over his like dad's fucking family and oh, like yeah. you know like relates on mm. both sides of the struggle yeah, yeah. at all and like um he's really dope like mm. but um there's nothing like here where they're all our friends I think that's something that just really happens accidentally like you're mm. just surrounded by your friends or your favorite artists yeah. Mm. It's I found funny. there that I, when I was really trying to make shit happen there, like years ago, it was like you end up kicking with a bunch of people who aren't bad people, and you might like the odd song or even their mm. style yeah. might be cool, but then it's just like, man, these aren't my people, you know, these aren't mm. the kind of people mm. that I would... That inspire yeah. me and yeah, that challenge and then, me. Yeah, and then, because like, I've, I've tried to get shit happening there a couple of times, and both times the same thing happened where I just stopped writing, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just like... Well, yeah. the other day I was genuinely <clears throat> threatened, like by this one musician he was that good like i was in the room like holy shit this is fucking this dude was just putting on this crazy set just him and another dude just fucking it was incredible it was before that dude uh was it nautilus is it nautilus that day daedalus um yeah they were like warming up for him it was Mm. fucking well done and especially like you know for two pieces yeah so that was kind of cool to see that but yeah, I, I think, think I think your guys like resume can, you know, like command that sort of respect too within like uh, a musical landscape. You know, look at the shit you guys have done. It's not just rap music. You know, it's something more than that. And, and it's so hard with making rap music. You know, as you guys know, that it's like to get people to take you seriously. Like it doesn't matter how yeah. good yeah. you are or how That's... avant-garde or how much mm. you know you're totally. referencing fucking Nietzsche or whatever. Yeah, Everyone's totally. just like, oh, the fucking rappers, and you know, yeah, like... totally. Yeah, <clears throat> you've got to try break away from that somehow. And also, I think that it's always going to be a regional thing. Like, uh, I understand why people that are from Avondale like my music. Because you're like, he's from Avondale. Mm. I, you know, um, I understand why people from Australia like six, uh, what's the name, 360s music, you know, because mm. they're like, he represents us. So one yeah. thing that I'm cautious of doing is like not trying to fucking be, you know, like I'm a New Zealander here shitting on you Aussies. Yeah. Because yeah. like, <clears throat> I wouldn't come into someone's house like that. For one, like, yeah, yeah, like that, and like, I I just feel like I just want to be taken as a rapper, not as a, you know, I just want them to like my work, not like my uh, fucking heritage or, you know, some shit. I've always Mm. thought that was kind of shallow. But do you think it's like, because something that I found difficult when I was performing in the States, especially, and, and the same in Berlin, actually, is like, 
get so much of my stuff is because it's really personal and it's like same yeah, with you guys. So, you know, you guys rap about your lives and then that this is my life in the city, the experiences that I have in the city. So then suddenly all these references don't play and then you yeah. like, yeah, like I had this thing when I got to um, where the fuck was I? I was in Philadelphia and I just went the first show that we did in the states and I was like, oh, it's cool. And I did this thing where I explained the references and it was kind of funny. And I was like, it was funny for two poems. And after that, I was like, man, I'm going to do this the whole fucking set. And like, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's like when I went to um, Austria and I told them the story of Sound of Music, but as if it was my life. <laughs> and and they, di- they didn't get it, but I guess it's not an Austrian film, is it? So. Oh, it's not. Isn't it? Just it's a there. Hollywood film, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. I think it might have been the, lang- the language barrier as well. This is my understanding of your country. Yeah, yeah. That's a great gag, though. Was, yeah, that's I awesome. commend you. Tom. Thanks, I was gagging. But yeah, it is hard to gagging I, it up. I think like I've tried to try find more universal references these days. Yeah. Because you can say like something about I don't know, like LMP, and people will be like, <laughs> "Yeah, I get it." But like to find something truly universal is fucking, you know, that's the shit. And there are things that are, you know what I mean. There's a lot of art that can yeah. be that can be uh, regional, but yet universal. The human condition is universal. Yeah, so if you're up, being man. honest straight and up. vulnerable, then yeah. I was actually just reading an interview with Lennon Cohen. We were speaking about exactly that. He's just like he's saying, you know, like he used to try and be a bit more general, and and this is in the '80s. So when it said used to, it's like in the '60s. But then he just got more and more and more personal, and then. Has you know now he's playing stadiums like it's just yeah. got more and more popular. Yeah, but I mean certain like uh, brands or place names. Well, that's what's hard about rap like though, that. right? Is because you're always gonna be ref. You're, well, you're not, you don't have to, but you're um, expected to always be referencing shit. Yeah, and that's what that's the difference. Locality is really important. Though. If you're a rap nerd though, that's like part of the fun. Totally. It's like finding out. Yeah. What references we, are? We know what, what Marcy mean. is. And, yeah, yeah, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, but do people do that for New Zealand? Because you know, you you meet an American person and they'll talk about something and they'll be like, "Oh, do you guys know what that is?" You don't yeah. have it here, and you'll be like, "Fuck yeah, do I listen yeah. to rap music?" Or even one time you're telling me about a Fifty Cent song and he's talking about all his mates. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's yeah, like, the, oh, I can't. I think it was like Ghetto's Ghetto's Quran or whatever yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah. And you know, he's like talking about all these like local like uh, legends from yeah. his hood, and like you know, I. I I spent the afternoon or whatever the fuck like looking up who all these people were yeah, and yeah. I was like connecting the dots and I was like you know that's the shit yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something about that that's yeah. one of the shames eh, about I think about like not having CDs and al- physical albums because you know like looking at the liner notes back in the day and you'd be yeah. like oh shit they're connected to these people and totally. you yeah, know yeah, and, then, yeah. and you'd find artists in the liner notes but I guess you still do it with Google maybe even more so like Mm-hmm. Maybe you learn more about an artist now because it's more information. Yeah, right? I guess it just doesn't have that mystery though. So, yeah, like, so in a practical yeah. level, it's way better, but just in that, yeah. like, sort of like, yeah, you know, you'd be like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. I remember the first time hearing about R.A. the Rugged Man, and it was just like, it was in someone's liner notes, and then, like, two years later, I see a picture of him in a magazine, uh, and then a year after that, like, sound bombing, the first sound bombing dropped, and I got to hear it, you know what I mean? And it yeah. was like, this kind of. Speaking world. of locality though, what about, like, the popular music now is grime? You know, like, mm. or at least it seems like it's taken off. Yeah, definitely. And there's something that's a brand new culture to most people outside of the UK. Mm. And yet we're that's having so this affinity with it. Yeah. Like that, there's something, something to be said about that. I think if something reaches a certain level of popularity, then it will transcend that kind of like, 
you know, like its location, regardless of how personalized it is. How but, important is the location of Grime to the popularity of it? Important. Totally. But, really important. But it got that popularity because, I mean, because they've got that fan base. And, I mean, again, it, comes, it comes back again to there being that thing of being an artist in New Zealand because, you know, um, in England they've got the population base that something can get that big and, you know, and then get noticed in the States or here or wherever the fuck. Have you, have you listened to, like, because when people try and do grime here or in America, then that just kind of misses, like, yeah, even right. talented people. Because mm. the accents are yeah, yeah, very like, important. Hard out. And then, like, heaps of people, like, there's this woman from New Zealand who tries to do grime shit and she puts on, like, a British accent. Right. Because, you know, like, I guess it's, like, Same that's way. how you rap yep. grime, like. Totally. Yeah. When you do uh, reggae, you got to put on the fucking... Yeah. The old reggae. Yeah. Do a bit of reggae. I mean, I'm doing a bit of reggae. Mm. You have been? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I like to put on the P. Diggs voice... When I'm doing raga, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I like to emulate a bit of shapies. Yeah, <laughs> best concert of my life. Shapies at the Mount. For shapies sure. at the Mount. Ninety-seven. Hanging off my. I was pinging hard in my stringlet. Speaking <laughs> of the Mount and pingers and um shapies, the mecca of yeah, I saw that Home Brewer booked again this year for oh, New yeah, Year's. Got to get that New Year's money, baby. Yeah, still doing that. Yeah, straight. No, it's good to play with the boys, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just be out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it must be fun at the same time. Like, oh having, fuck yeah, having something that's got best. like but that's, that's, that's crazy stuff. though. That uh, that's a testament to the popularity of that group that like it's been pretty much defunct yeah, we're for how long kind of now some nostalgia fucking shapies of the pop <laughs> but, but it's weird though because you're kind of like in that place of like that it's almost like heritage shit like you're, but then it's only like a few years old like I'm yeah. D.R. Dobbin baby <laughs> <laughs> oh Dave nah but um we got we got a project like with the brew band and like uh it's like Chip Abe Tom because I love them as musicians man mm. they're brilliant musicians mm. like we're all up there going Look at these monsters, like, but actually, like, Abe's a fucking classically trained guitarist, Tom's, like, fucking the biggest drum geek you've ever seen, and Chip's, like, a fucking legend, and, like, so it's kind of cool to play with those musicians, you know, it just sucks that all the songs I wrote are so horrible and dated now, but, fuck, that's the way it is. Yeah, that must be hard to do a whole set of old Man, songs Man, it's now. easy to do a whole set, considering I could be doing a whole set every fucking month. You know what I mean? Mm. Like to do it once a year is yeah, fucking sweet. That. Yeah, yeah, but like some people have to, you know. Yeah, when I when I opened for was it Souls of Mischief? It was that unmemorable? I can't remember whether it was them or Farside, but it was sad watching them play. Man, they like doing their best <laughs> best job ever to like Did play ninety three till yeah, like infinity literally like yeah yeah. And those and, guys are fucking talented too. Man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like like. But yeah, Even they, their solo artists, yeah, they got yeah. some cool shit. Mm. They just did an album with that um, Adrian Young dude or something. That could be Who's interesting. That? He's like... Uh, like yeah, right. Mm. And I think he did the... Um, you know, the... I think Sirens is the... He made this, this... He makes all these pieces of music with the intention for them to be sampled. I think Jay-Z oh, okay. sampled it for yeah, that like Rick Ross song, his track Sirens. That's sick that someone um, does that. Fuck yeah. With Me. Mm. All Fuck like, you know all like Analog Gear and... Yeah. yeah, yeah, so like True. intentionally makes this weird sound and then mm. gives it up to people to sound. I think they did an album with him, I think. Fucking. Well, know. that fucking, that, what's the, what's the one? Uh, the, 
that they the hieroglyphics all did together. Yeah. The album they put out in ninety seven, what is it with the pyramids on the front of it? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, what the fuck is that called? It's got the circle. Yeah, the that one still. With I reckon it still holds yeah. up. That Pep Love dude was always my favorite man. That dude, craziest flow. What about um, Casual? Casual, yeah, casual was fucking man. dope as well. Yeah. Do you listen to him? A little. You you don't like him? I really. I don't, I'm, yeah, I was mostly I mostly fucking with like gangster music. Yeah. I don't, I enough. listened to a bit of that. No, actually, Corrupt around that time cash. I was. Around that time, I was listening to fucking nerdy shit. What about but, um and like Hobo Sam. Junction? Because they were gangsters, Hobo Junction, like Safia the Saucy oh, yeah, Nomad. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you, you remember him? Nah. You never heard him? Nah. Fuck, he was the man. He was like the first person to come out with that kind of like offbeat, crazy flow, like way before LP like or Aesop Rock or anyone. Kind of, oh. Nah, like that, just real, and like he had this real deep voice. You would have oh, heard yeah, him, he did okay. the, he was in the Free Card Molly thing with Exhibit. Oh, yeah, okay. And um, who else was in it? Um, Raskas. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that Four Horsemen? Or what was the Four Horsemen? That was Raskas. This is getting rap geek. Raskas. <laughs> cannabis. Louis just tuned out. Like. <laughs> Raskas, Cannabis. Who are the other two? Um, Corrupt. And and the Corrupt was and the sort Wu- of the wild the card. Wu- the Wu Tang guy that um, Jay Electronica sounds exactly like Killer Priest. Oh, yep. That's it. That was yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> Four Horsemen. I always buzz out that you compare Jay Electronica to Killer Priest. He sounds exactly like him, man. His nah. content, his content is oh, hella content, similar. Maybe. What's your guys' thoughts on all the Ghostface um, oh, yeah, actions? Oh, that was just dumb. He should have just shut his mouth. I feel mm. like just respect the dude you stole your whole shit from. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, easy to do. Yeah, like, <laughs> you you like because you're you can't there be- because you're white and now Ghostface's style can transcend to the white kids yeah yeah and you've taken everything he does down to content even not just pitch of voice not just yeah, the way you, could, you structure your bars you could argue it's just my voice sounds the same no but, way but it's, it's whole, totally beyond that yeah it's the whole Cause, style because a lot of people have high pitched voice what are you going to say <laughs> fucking the dude from the BC boys and fucking be real and fucking all the oh you, yeah, you got yeah. the same voice as, every, as each other you know just because you're in a different yeah, register Nah, bro, I, I don't like that, man. I don't like nah. that at all, bro. It's real disrespectful. Totally. You'd think that you would just run with it once again. <laughs> just say thank you. Ghostface, you're the god. I stole yeah. your whole shit. I've never made an album anywhere near your worst Any, album. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that, like, all, like, New Jack fans are all like, oh, fuck off. Ghostface is washed up. It's like, Ghostface has still been making good music. His yeah. legacy is fucking Bro. massive. He's released yeah. good album Bro. after good album after Bro. good album, stay relevant. Like, his career might be tailing off now. Yeah. But, like... Dude's, like, not young. No. Nah. Yeah. yeah, he's probably almost 50. And eh? he's always paid homage to the people he samples. Yeah, yeah. Like, even yeah. to the point where he doesn't chop the shit and just rhymes over the whole yeah, song because yeah, he understands what... A, what a, him paying homage to fucking Donny Hathaway with the cap he's wearing on the Mary J song, you know? Like, yeah. in the, when he's playing the piano in the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, you know, just all of that shit. Like, he's always paid homage to his mm. elders and always paid homage to the uh, the the Kung Fu flicks they've sampled. Yeah. Like, they, they understand that, like... I feel like if you don't understand paying respect to the, the pioneers of this shit, like as a musician, not beyond the hip-hop rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quote marks, <clears throat> you know, like just understanding that you got to fucking honour the people that invented yeah. what you are now allowed to do. Like the shit that you love more than anything. Like I'd wake up in the morning and get to do this art form that I fucking love. Like it brings me more joy than anything mm. because of these people. 
How are you gonna yeah. get on a show televised to millions of people and say this guy's <laughs> whack? Like, yeah. I wonder if he's just wasted though, because it must be crazy as well with that level of success. And and then you know you just be fucking getting high. It's funny, and you say some shit. You know Doing what I mean? Coke and, and then you wake up in the morning and, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, he, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He, he handled it well. That's one thing. Mm. Well, he, he said, kind of did. You're wrong. You're wrong. But then he oh, also no, congratulated it. Then didn't he? No, but then he like apologized, and then he was like, "I'm the man for apologizing." Yeah, he pretty much congratulated himself for apologizing. Yeah, next no, tweet, he's like, "More people should, more people should, should be say like sorry me. when they're wrong." <laughs> and then say, like, yeah. "Chill out." No, just, actually, just I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always well. used to get in trouble. Um, like I remember one time I walked in and intermediate walked into class late after lunch. You know, just mm. like walked in and um, the teacher goes, "Where you been?" I go, "Oh, sorry, miss," and she goes, "But." And I, just as I said, but yeah. uh, no, she goes, but I was just <laughs> sorry, yeah. but I was just you know like. Yeah. And then after that, I learned that's a bullshit apology. Well, like do, you either do, say sorry or you don't. Do you see Azalea Banks was like, oh, like as soon as it happened, she was like, oh, you weren't afraid to go in on me, but as soon as Fuck, ghost truth. ghost calls you out, truth. you're like, oh, scared, sorry, eh? zip it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, that was embarrassing shit, man. Mm. Like, just respect the pioneers. Yeah. Especially someone like that who like, was like, he's in Wu-Tang, and then he goes on, like, after most of the rest of Wu-Tang fall the fuck off, he goes yeah. on to have this actually amazing solo career. When, yeah. yeah. It like, I remember the first time I heard that, that what was that single he dropped that was really, that blew him up? Um, that old school sounding beat? Who? Action. Mm. Ghost. Ghost. What the fuck was it? Uh, the... Was it the Speed Racer one? Oh, Daytona. Oh, Daytona. The, yeah, and I heard yeah. that, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's like, "Ghostface." It's like, "What the yeah. Rayquan type man?" You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And they did did like those albums full of hardship, and then there was the soul songs in there as well, yeah. and then he did that whole R and B album, which is only like four or five years ago. Yeah. That shit was so good. Yeah, bro. incredible album. I, I'm, I remember this one podcast they were saying like, I challenge every rapper to learn a Ghostface verse off by heart. Cause like fuck, yeah, it's a, like wow. Yeah, man. There's so much to every bar. Like he mm. doesn't waste nothing in it, you know. Yeah. I remember learning that fucking uh, the joint. Um, sometimes I look up at the st- stars and analyze the sky. Ask myself, oh, was yeah. I meant to be here? Why? You know that shit. Like is yeah. real philosophical. It's philosophical shit. Like. Yeah, that how, song's incredible. How did you guys get into philosophy? Like with, cause that rappers. Uh, yeah, rappers. Yeah, my philosophy, <laughs> like oh, oh, <laughs> fucking how many songs like Socrates. But you took it. You guys took it to another level with that piece. Well, thing. I was because I remember when you because I was in Australia and you guys <clears> were going to up to or down to Dickie's place, right? And you guys were just you're posting photos of like, like what was it like you had some Nietzsche and you had like just like a general philosophy. For that album, I think we needed to like study. Something for every song. Like, there's nothing worse than pretending. Well, obviously, <laughs> there's lots. <laughs> but almost but, nothing. But, but I mean, like, talk, like talking about something you don't like. I still like the more I learned, the more I got that I, I don't know. Like that UB40 nothing. song. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you know, like I didn't realize I, I knew nothing. Yeah. And like, th- it like made me like fuck. If I'm actually even gonna talk about this shit, I need to know. Like, I need to know as much as I can. Like so, like reading about it. If you're, if that's how you're, if you're basing an album or you're writing a paper about something like, I think and we didn't go that deep on anything. Like to to have to have read 
the whole of like God is dead. But that's not but your job. Yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah. Artist, though, you, and you, you did. Know, you, yeah. did that, you know what I find admirable about that though is like, throughout the time I've been making music, I've often toyed with the idea like, oh, I'd like to rap about that, but I need to know more about it. Mm. I would have to go and study, and then I'd be like, mm. nah, I'll just rap about drugs again. Yeah. I, had, I, had some, <laughs> I had something happen the, the reverse where. Have to practice the, to rap about drugs properly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I had the reverse thing happen where I like, I went when I was at university and we studied that book Godot. You know what I mean? Like, waiting Who's for Godot. Oh, what the fuck is his name? It's embarrassing. Anyway. I've forgotten this. Um, but and um and, we, and then it wasn't even in the exam and I was like motherfucker I just studied it <laughs> so then I wrote a song about it because I was like I'm gonna That's fucking brilliant. use this yeah, you know right. what I mean I will just should have wrote a song about Good how you learn everything about it but yeah. then <laughs> Th- thinking back on that period though like a, a lot of the like I don't know not the inspiration but like we like we we did like we went down and did like writers writing camps at like Dickie's old man's. Dude, that's amazing. Thing, man. Which is like in the middle of fucking nowhere, and you'd never seen stars brighter than that. And you Real know, like we we, to be we like used to sit out like Dickie, like we would write during the day, but like nighttime we'd stay up till like six in the morning every morning, like just looking at the stars. Yeah, and Dickie would be in his, like, fucking undies or some shit, itching his eczema, <laughs> <laughs> making some fucking piece of But, like, music. like yeah. talking about that shit, like, you... If, if you have to try to articulate the way you're thinking, like, you know, it forces you to think a bit deeper. But yeah. I don't know, it's cool, like, talking about, totally. like, being like, so that means... Da, 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 yeah. da, That's a really interesting point, saying, like, the more you have to write your thoughts down, the more you start to understand them. Like that's the privilege that we have as as artists or writers. All day we get to sit and think about things. Yeah, yeah. Like people don't get to do that. Like so, yeah. then at the end of eight hours, you're like, I think I figured out why I'm depressed today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like we yeah. really do get that. Or, or other days, like I figured out nothing and I want to kill myself. But like yeah. on a but good day, think, we get to. But what do you think comes first, though? Like, does it? Do you think like? Because we were just talking before about like I was in New York, I could have write. I went fucking crazy. Like I was actually being a crazy person. And I know you've, you know, you like you've yeah, experienced that. Too. But what comes first? Do you reckon? Did, did, was is it because we always are writing that we get that, or is it like we just have those personality types that that we need to get our thoughts out? Mm. Mm. Probably, oh, I don't know. I need I to get reckon, my thoughts yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, but like think back to when you didn't have an avenue, and maybe that was pretty young Fuck for me. you guys. Like what? I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, what were we I doing then? I yeah. don't think we had I was thoughts. Just I was <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts were, she's pretty. <laughs> Skating looks cool. <laughs> Speaking of being young, um, some listeners I'm might too not. too old to remember this. Some, some, some um, listeners might not remember this, but one of the early episodes we talked about our friend who hit um, Willie Moon in the face with a stick. Oh, I've actually got that here, look, Willie Moon on my like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that was our friend Louis too, who's now a guest. Do you want to elaborate on that? Because it's quite a good story. Because I told the story, but it was stink. Uh, <laughs> long, long story short. Fuck, I hope so. I hit Willie Moon in the face <laughs> with a thing. I don't know what I two In the mouth. Oh, shit. But no. what did he do? Like, like, um, like I, was, I was going to church at the time. Like, my parent, like I grew up going to church. You know, like, I, I was, you know, I kind of... Yeah, praise, oh boy. Um, but... So he like him and his mate like pissed in our church like and he like came into like not in the bathroom or anything like came into the 
Black, I think. Was, was he like from a rival church? Rec Room, yeah, I think so. Do you reckon, he's, do you reckon, he's, heard, do you reckon he's heard the app piece album now and he's like, fuck that guy, he's an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. He hit me in the mouth for nothing. Nah, so like yeah. I just seen him and like I was like, ang- like I was mad about it. So I went, I went to go and confront him about it, but there's this, <laughs> this stick. So nice I like stick. grabbed him and hit him and his mouth was bleeding and it looked like he was going to cry and then I felt bad and then how long after that and then he took it out on that poor guy (laughs) (laughs) how long after that did he blow up like did he get famous I don't know because I I mean blow up's the wrong word for like I swear I don't even know like he went missing like I didn't I never seen him like he moved to England or some shit. And then you just yeah. saw him and like, hey, that's I heard, a guy. Like, moved to England and started wearing suits, stopped pissing <laughs> in churches. Yeah, but I see Stopped him. getting hit in, the, hit in the face with wood. Yeah, but I just even was like, oh, fucking William Sinclair is a pop star. And yeah, it's quite impressive. Like the hey. first guy to take uh, Nick Cave and Kylie Minogue and put them together <laughs> <laughs> into a style. <laughs> oh, fuck. And with that, should we do our segment this week's? What's it called, Dom? You named um, it. Shit that doesn't suck. Yeah, shit that doesn't suck this weekend. Um, Friday night in Auckland, you guys are doing Set a show, eh? Hey? Yeah. Is it your first proper it show suck. as average rap band? Uh, yeah. yeah. So we can't guarantee that it doesn't suck. It yet. might no, suck, but I've, there's a I've group called Grony that doesn't suck. Yes. Okay. So is Grony? Uh, just come along and watch. All right. So even if you guys do suck, Grony won't suck. Yeah. yeah that's who, who Team Dynamite usually don't suck. No, they never Stevens suck. usually doesn't suck. Mm. Yeah. Um, pause, and I think we'll probably try really hard because we try hard to try and hard that's, to suck. And you guys, I trust that you guys will put on a good show because I know how much you don't like. You're quite a, you're a salesman. Yeah, I think you. Yeah. Good. Um, but that's Friday night cassette nine. Um, and then Saturday, you guys are doing the same thing, but with a different lineup in Wellington. Yeah, in Wellington, and yeah. that probably won't <coughs> suck, that hopefully. That's at Meow. And who's on that, that, that lineup? Venue doesn't suck, um, but it's it's a place that mm. you can go to. Yeah, and there's some people that will be at that. What's the lineup for that one? Third Eye, Razor yeah. Pizza, uh, ourselves, and Grony again. Sick. I saw Razor play just after he did those fucking six sixty shows, and like you could. Tell the effect like yeah. playing a fucking stadium had had yeah, on him. So he was playing Neck of the Woods just after that, and he was like killing it. Yeah, that's he right. Was, he was like in the middle of the yeah, stage, he was doing like, the yeah. rap fingers. Oh, like, yeah, he's like, oh, this easy shit. Yeah, I just did a stadium to a bunch of idiots that like six sixty. Yeah, mm. can kill this. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, when yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit the. Doesn't suck. Uh, we got our fucking um, Benef- variety show coming up. Fucking variety show. <laughs> Is it the 13th? <laughs> yeah. 13th um, of August. I think it's the 13th. 13th of August at Whammy Bar. It's a Thursday. And we got... Um, Is that this Thursday? Nah. Next, um, next oh. Thursday. Oh. At Emily... Edrosa. Uh, Edrosa. Mizuetu. Mizuetu. Who's going to do like some acoustic shit. Uh, Joel Paydirt's going to... DJ Jeremy yeah. Cosmo Potts from the Rackets is going. Oh, that's to raise money for this thing. Eh? Yeah, so yeah, we can yeah. be mobile. That's yeah, and you so can next buy time more than one beer each. Yeah, yeah. So next time you guys come on, there'll be so much fucking beer. So much Louis beer. will never I'm leave. Um, stay. And what else? Have we, what else? Have we got three special <laughs> magical guests that are secret. Yeah, secret. Yes. Um, and we're gonna have arm wrestling. They, that sounds like they're not confirmed, eh? They are confirmed. We're just not telling they you who are they confirmed. are. We're just adding some mystery, and it's gonna be ten bucks. Is that when we bar starts at eight o'clock? 
That's all you need to know. Yeah. We did that. You did that like an actual radio person. Do you have a sting that follows it? Like... <laughs> <laughs> right. Can I do a beat, beatboxing as my shit? Oh, come to the variety show. Can, can, you on. Can, can, you on. Um, also, I'm playing, actually, I'm playing at the basement. I'm doing poems at the basement on next Tuesday. It's part of a thing called The Experiment. Are you going to be here? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, really? Back in Melbourne. Sun, oh, when's the third? I'm learning new poems and everything. Fourth. I don't Bro, know what Your poetry that... shows are so fucking good, man. Honestly, fun, eh? like, Thank you. Yeah, people should come to that. If you ain't seen Dom do his fucking poems, come and watch. Ah, you yell at him heaps from the crowd. He does, so, that's so it's like you get to, so you get to have like that interaction. Yeah, it's very yeah. interactive shit. You can throw shit at him. No, I encourage Nothing too heavy. I love a bit of heckling. Remember that heckler in Wellington that I over-destroyed that time? And just... Yeah, that was awkward as fuck. Oh, did, you go, did you go too <laughs> I went hard? In, I went in too hard. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Because, you know, like, because it was all, it was like pretty much all strangers. So yeah. that they didn't hit. You know, like when you do it here and he was like, oh, Dominic. But they didn't know who I was. And they, yeah. Ah, okay. What, what yeah, did you say? Did you get in the same sense? Because um, he kept on doing that thing where he was like, he was like, what was he saying? Something about savage? Was he doing this? Oh, no, that deserves <laughs> some heckling, though. I went to a um, political conference. And I'd like to just click through this podcast. Just <laughs> give it a <laughs> More that poetry feel. <laughs> no, I was a bit mean to that guy. Poor guy. Oh, well, sorry. I, think, well, I, I still think it was funny what I said. Sorry, guy. He doesn't. In but hindsight, you like, and you five years later, it's quite easy to laugh. You and Glenn were laughing at the back <laughs> of the fucking venue. Anyway. Yeah, he's, he's not been the same. Fucking anyway. Um, Fuck him. I had something to say to you guys. Oh, what's your favourite Eddie Numbers song? I think the Friends Basket. That's a, that's the shit, eh? I, I'm going to have to agree with you there, Tom. Yeah, Friends Basket. Not the numbers, Monopoly. Numbers no, game. Numbers, the Monopoly game is good. Which yeah. is the one with the Monopoly game? Numbers game. Numbers game. Yeah, that's a good one. It's, um, oh, we're fucking cyberbullying again. This, what? <laughs> we're saying we what? liked it. What are, do, you not like, <laughs> do you not like Freddy Numbers? What's that? <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the new segment on this episode of the podcast <laughs> where Tom and Louis start doing that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let me just that, um, interrupt you there. Also, uh, if you, so, you want to go, oh, let me interrupt you there okay. just to interrupt myself. Uh, you know that, um, hey, could I just interrupt you for a second, yeah, no. Tom? Um, so what I was well, going to say was... Well, I think you going to say something interesting. So <laughs> oh, okay. Unless you, are you, if you're ready, then you're... Could I just interrupt you for a second? Do you yeah. want to go, Tom? No, after you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys uh, done? Yeah. All right, you go. <laughs> okay. I forgot what I... No, um, that fucking 660 clip, Tom has it on a wave. Like, the guy that recorded it has mixed it down to a, a like, six-second wave of... So it's going like around It's pretty Yeah Tom plays it in the middle of Like our set sometimes He just hits it <laughs> And this one time This one time at the show He like This fucking drum machine Was fucking up And he was supposed to be Like queuing the samples For a song yeah. But he just kept queuing the Jam <laughs> And it was like In the middle of I don't know Like bourbon and coke Or some shit oh, Like Jam no. <laughs> Fucking Like during like the, Your <laughs> the most, most serious song Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. This yeah. song made me cry in um, Reykjavik when I was in Iceland. Fuck. I was like, man, I need yeah. to check out Tom's album. I put it on and I was like, let's hear that. <laughs> yeah, that song affected me like that too. That was a real touching cool. song, man. I tried to make something because it was actually for someone. It's, it's 
it's important when you're making something for someone. It makes yeah. the yeah. songwriting process seem removed a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is for Adam's sister. And yeah, you, you. I guess and that like brings out that authenticity. You're like, I'm not worried about being clever or like yeah, totally. looking cool or just... Yeah, what would just, they want to hear? Yeah, yeah. What, what do I say about her brother? Mm. Da, da, da. I think it's even important sometimes to follow some of your friends from back in the day, like for you from New Plymouth, people mm. that you don't see anymore, like real fucking rough people and mm. remember to speak for them sometimes yeah yeah totally. just to be honest i wrote that dedicated to song in that same way like i'd see my mate yeah um mental pat from dale on on facebook and i was like oh, i need to write a, some shit for his garage because like yeah. we used to just rap in his garage yeah no i get that sometimes man when i'm like i'll write about all the selfish shit that only has to do with me. Yeah, a and song then, for and you. Then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then like doing so much shit that's just like for me or whatever. Yeah. Or, and then often being like, oh shit, like am I losing touch with where I'm from or am I representing people that I know aren't, yeah. aren't represented and that yeah. sort of shit. Like, yeah, there's always that. That's always there, eh? Because I like, think uh, that's like, uh, I, and I totally don't do it as much as I wish I could, but I think there's probably nothing better that we can do as fucking people, because this is our talent. Like, we're not mm. very good at fucking, like, anything. running Labouring. off. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything. Life. Like, maybe the best thing we can contribute to society is to fucking speak for for some of it. Mm. You know what I mean? And I forget that. Like, and the, these dudes, like, installed my mum's washing machine the other day, and she told me, because um, she's like, God, you know, my son does, you know. Yeah. And um, they go, oh, yeah. He speaks for us. Hey. And like, I hadn't heard that for a while. Like, yeah. it's kind of cool to hear that and just yeah. be reminded like, yeah, fuck, I'm, that's, that's my yeah. role. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, But at the same time, I love just being a selfish yeah. fucking narcissist, you know? Yeah. That's mean too, like, because I always, because I've been away from home for so long too. And just like, as I said, just doing selfish shit. When I went home, I was like, fuck, I wonder if people in my hometown hate me now. I wonder if they think, like, I'm a dick. And it's important, eh? Yeah, it? yeah. And I was like, I wonder if I've completely lost touch. And I went home and realised I hadn't. Like, I'd just been gone and, like, shit had changed for me. But, like, still, I'm still from there. Those people are still my people. Yeah, and, totally. And you were yeah. once those yeah, people. Yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah. a weird thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it's always crazy as well when you bump into someone from, like, so long ago and they're, like, Bro, oh. I had them today, we were at the lights on our way here. And yeah. like this dude, seen a dude who's like known for longer. Then rolled up <laughs> in his family van and like, Tom! And he's like, I'm your biggest fan. I'm like, oh, yeah, out of here. Because I used to live behind you. I was a little shit. You remember Law? He's, he's married now, dumb blind cunt. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty buzzy. Yeah. And that's nice to be brought back down to earth like that, eh? Yeah, man. Like, just to be reminded of... And it gives you a purpose, as, yeah. like, over the top as that may seem, it's the truth. Like, you speak yeah. for Grey Limb, Don. Like, that's what you what you have to do, man. Like, you have to speak for your people. You have to speak for your people, you know? Like, mm. I think that's our role, man. Like, and at yeah. the same time, speaking about our, our own selfish bullshit is speaking for our yep. people yeah. and anyone that's like us. Yeah, totally. But, like, I think... That's like something that at least gets you out of bed in the morning. I guess that's mm. that's wound you up in a bit of trouble before with like yeah, media true. and shit, eh? Because you're passionate and you like yeah. mean that shit. Yeah. And like, I guess what? So when those things happen with you, what I see is passion and you know, someone who means it. 
and but other people. Yeah, uh, totally. But people and I just, need but, to be smarter with the words I choose. But I think a lot of times, and it's like, because yeah, like there are times where you could have been smarter about it, but at the same time, people go in on you because they don't know you, and yeah, because and you're can't. not pl- you're not playing the game, and they're like, yeah. well, who the fuck does he think he is? Yeah, like not just you know, like honey, like honey Hadawera, like you know, you can go in on him when he doesn't want to play the game and and speak like yeah. With mm. media training and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you can take people out of context and smart, smart, uh, smart artists and smart politicians know how to phrase this shit right without getting misquoted. But sometimes I can't be fucked with that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I should have to be fucked with it, but no. I think we should all be onto it enough to 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 learn how to put a message across in a way that um. That doesn't offend anyone, and there's something I'm trying to. I get to offend some people. There's yeah. always gonna be some fucking asshole. There, gonna, I guess there's a fine line. There's always gonna right? be like, offended by this podcast. You yeah, know what truth, I mean? Like, there's nothing yeah, you can't worry. But yeah, no truth. I'm that, a total hypocrite for saying that actually because we've offended fuckloads of people. This. <laughs> <laughs> but there is that. There is that fine line of you know. But not uh, offending people that don't deserve to be offended. Yeah, like if you're saying something fucking just and like. You know the then and people don't like it. Well, fuck them. Like if you're saying poor people are ignored and they're like, ah, oh, shut up, and they're offended by that, then mm. fuck them. Mm. You know. Mm. But if you're saying, I don't know, if you're purposefully being offensive for the sake of being offensive, yeah, just yeah, then and I think like the four of us all fucking excel at offending people. Mm. It's like I, something I, I really I enjoy. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying but like, to, just I'm, saying like wild outlandish shit is like so much fun. As long as yeah. like the only thing thing is when it gets into the public arena and and now you're like under sp- some kind of fucking magnifying glass. You know what I mean? Like I just I just like saying outlandish shit just because it's the only thing that surprises me these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we were talking about all sorts of fucking weird <laughs> Holocaust shit today and fucking tampon shit the other night and just all you know like the shit that all of us talk about but but don't you think like it's hilarious but i don't mean it (laughs) but it just sucks that you have to like be judged like you like these are your beliefs you know what i mean and i think that's like the problem with with humor today like you can't even have a joke that doesn't reflect your beliefs like you have to believe everything you say today I guess I kind of feel though that like because I know what you're saying, but at the same totally time, totally argue it, bro. It's, it's well, I just feel that we're in this situation where um, because of neoliberalism and things like the TPPA and because of global warming and all that stuff, it's almost like I feel like it's cool to be outlandish, but I, I feel like you know if, if whenever I get in the media, I try to be outlandish in a political way. Yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of again our responsibility as artists, and not just be grandiose and like yeah. like my shitty interview in the Herald makes a fucking difference. But do you know what I mean? Like I feel like maybe ten years ago I would have been less like that, yeah. um, and maybe that's an age thing too. But yeah. I feel like things are getting so dire now that it's kind of like that every opportunity. You is yeah, you gotta say, you know like you have to be as an opportunity to make some... a salient point. Yeah, because yeah, I used right. to love doing interviews and just talking shit and lying yeah. and exaggerating, and but now I'm just you like you love to lie. I love to lie. <laughs> but um, nowadays I feel like, fuck, I can't really justify doing that, so I have to be like, yeah, you know? I'm not really even talking about in the public eye, though. I think once you're in the public eye, you need to chill a bit more. You know what I mean? Like, I delete a lot of tweets these days, like, write them out and then, nah. Like, because I'm quite 
fucking aware of what could happen. Yeah. But I just hope that we don't lose the um, outlandishness just in everyday life. Like I, just, you I know think, what I mean? I think what the important thing to remember in this conversation is just because, yeah, sometimes everyone like faux pas or says something stupid, like everyone does. Yeah. But I think your attitude and like your entitlement to defend, like... If you offend someone, you don't like have a monopoly over how they feel. Yeah. So if they have a genuine reason to be offended by something you've said or done, you have to be like, instead of being like, oh, well, I didn't mean to offend anyone. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Like, if you genuinely offended someone and given them a genuine reason, then you have to like, instead of projecting onto them, like, oh, you shouldn't be so fucking easily offended or whatever, then examine yourself first and be like, have I been a dick or... And I think just not being, not worrying about being right. Like that's one thing that yeah. I've, um, mm. that my girlfriend's really taught me is just like fuck being right. Like you just, you know, like because you never are. Just be good. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you spend all this time like arguing and fucking fighting and trying to be right all the time. And then you like actually, and it's like I don't even fucking care about that. Like why am I doing this yeah, for? Yeah. Like you know what I mean. What like, happens in like uh, you know all my favorite comedians? Uh, whether I'm watching someone like Louis C.K. or someone like uh, Patrice or someone fucking like Hannibal or someone like Jerry Seinfeld. Like, whenever you're watching these people, they'll say one thing within the um, show that would offend you. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So what happens if you're not allowed to offend anyone? Because pretty much everyone in that room should be offended if they've done their, their job right. You know what I mean? They might have made a joke about cancer and your mum's got cancer. They might have made a joke about genocide and you're Jewish or they might have made it, you know what I mean? Like what happens? I think you have to be willing to defer. So I think you can say this shit, but then if someone who is... That's their... You know, so if if you're making a joke about a woman and then a woman turns up to you and says, that was actually really offensive for these reasons, then you have to defer to them because you don't know their... You haven't lived their experience. And I think that's... That's the difference between someone like Hannibal and Louis C.K. and someone like Jim Jeffries, you know what I mean? Because he... I don't know Jim Jeffries. He's that horrible Australian comedian. Yeah, you know, who... who I actually... I, like, I listened to his stuff before I... You know, like, before we... Because the first part... Like, I listened to one special and the first time mm. it was real funny. Then the misogyny started and it was full on, man. Yeah. And it was like... Um, but he's like... But I've heard him... Too, he was on um, Joe Rogan's podcast and he just... Unrepentant, like... Unapologetic, yeah, pe- you know what I mean? But people like, that do that shit usually aren't good at their craft because what the you're if you're you laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, like if you're using like misogyny all the way through a comedy routine, that's cheap. That's budget. Like that's some old shit that should have be done by now, you know? Like there's like good comedians don't need to use that cheap shit. Also, like when I was in the States, because we went to a lot of stand up comedy, that's mainly what we did there apart from eating. And um there were a lot of people there that we saw that just didn't play into like that shit at all and i think yeah. that's kind of a skill you know i mean it's the totally, same as man. being a rapper mm. and not rapping about rapping or rapping about yeah. other rappers and yeah. all that shit yeah like it yeah. almost seems like it's like that and i don't know fucking i've never done stand-up so i don't know but i love can't. rapping about rapping <laughs> <laughs> do you like to do um i think it's harder than rapping about something what's your guys best punchline about a famous american sports star <laughs> Dude's still doing do you ever that do you have a line about spitting hot fire or like you know I drop hot bars um, what would be I, uh, I don't take myself serious enough to say I'm really got really, the really, hot, really good got the hot especially bars. the people who say they're really good I tend to not be the best you are really good though thank you 
but that's a, in your opinion, yeah, absolutely. But I reckon but Todd's a podcast king, so it's like a it's a fucking weighty opinion. Yeah, new project though. I guess some people who may not know how good you can rap will find out on this one, eh? Would yeah. you agree? Would you, would you say they get schooled? A lot of the time, I have to <laughs> rap with this dude like on radio shows and shit. I'm like. Mm. What, what are you doing right now, bro? <laughs> like, what are you... I thought we were supposed to be mates. Like, chill yeah, out, bro. Yeah. You didn't tell me before this you're going to go in like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind of buzzy like that. It must be fun being a rap duo. Like, having that... It's fun making music with your friend. Yeah, yeah. Mm. hard. Especially, like, fuck, we'd... We, like, moved over to Oz. Like, we're like, fuck, should we go try and do something? Dolo. But yeah, like... Duo Dolo. So I was like, cool, we're going through the same... Shit, like, you know? Yeah. Were you... Because you're... Like, I've seen you in the studio, Louis, and your, like, studio techniques are fucking crazy. I've never seen someone, like... <laughs> nah, straight up, straight i never up, seen, man. like, a rapper work like I'm that in nice, the studio. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I learned a bunch from just watching you in one session. But on this one, you're like, that's all gone, eh? Like, all all those strengths you have in that area, you're just on this done. Yeah. Well, like, we, like, we wanted to do... Like, there's no hooks in this project like we yeah. just wanted to be like i guess i'm what i'm asking sp- no that's a very interesting was that hard was that hard for you to let go of yeah yeah well like sometimes I, like i like i yeah i don't i don't, I don't know how to answer the question i want him to sing more yeah yeah you know but I mean? the pro- the purpose of this yeah. project wasn't to have like mad crazy harmonies and intricate parts and stuff like it was more just like like because i like to like layer things and stuff mm. but like it was it was Cool to just spit, like. Yeah, yeah. And we have written heaps of songs, like singy songs. Yeah. But these days we tend to write them for other people. Right. Like that's kind of fun. Mm. But man, I want to hear this dude like sing like okay, on some Anderson right Pack kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Singing the song. Singing the rap song. Can, can you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing for time then? Uh, we're on the hour. One hour. Oh, Sum it up there. No, we, we got to... I want to talk about Andre 3000. Can we talk about Andre 3000 for a little while? I wanted yeah. to talk top five. I top five, oh yeah. Okay, all right. Well, all right. Uh, let me spark it up. Okay. Go, um, you go. Abs from 5 Five. Yep. Who? Baby Who Bash. Baby Bash. Oh. Probably go with... <sighs> the B.O.B. maybe? Oh, come on, man. I was excited about doing a top five and he's going to ridicule it. Okay, now... Nah, uh, you're just going to be silly about it, Yeah, you're going to be silly about it. You're going to go silly outside. Are we all going to have Andre on our top five? Because yeah. I had to I, put I, I, should, we, yeah. should we come up with a collective I think top five? What I, right. what I also thought of, because we There's had no talked... way we're going to come up with a collective nah, top five. No, we shouldn't. Fuck it. I reckon we should okay. all argue each other's... All right. Now, I thought that we need to make a rule. Have because... you got yours written down? Yeah, I wrote it oh, down today because I was stuck in traffic, man. No, but I wanted to think about this shit. I think the rule is you can't pick anyone dead because, to me... I really believe that this could be a legit top five. Puck, Biggie, Pun, Dilla, Big L. Not one of those would be in my top 50, apart from Big L. Right. See, okay, right. that's fair enough. Okay. But to me, like... So uh, no dead guys. I think that's maybe so no dead guys. You don't yeah. rap like any of those people. But Yeah, but it's there's... The, every single one of them, like... Big L, Dilla, man, I'd say... I, I, Big L, yeah, I really like Big L. similar to Big L. I really like But Big do you have a great do. enough catalogue to put them in a top five? Yeah, but I don't know if we're talking oh, catalog. Well, this was yeah. exactly the conversation <laughs> I wanted to have. See? Oh, well, yeah. we can keep going for it. So we can we'll go for it. Are you all right then? Huh? Then you have keep to take Biggie off the list if, it's, if you have to have him ill. His impact, yeah. though, maybe like, overpowered the fact that they did. Yeah, Dilla, and this. And Dilla, this, man, fuck. 
Dilla flow wise, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like, mm. I guess Dilla's just been ruined for me by his fans, though. You know, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like Bob Marley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, TJ Dilla Shaw. And I think the thing saved my life. I think one thing about like um, picking your favorite artist, it's it's looking at dudes that make you go, how did he do that? Like, I what literally don't know that? how to do that. Like, th- where he's rhyming on the beat, like as a drummer, that's mm. fucking. Im- you could get the math in that. Like if you're Tom mm. Broom and you're trying to calculate how this dude's playing, like <coughs> you're calculating Daru Jones or some shit, like you just can't understand it. It's just beyond technique and it's beyond like practice. It's just yeah. this ridiculous understanding of syncopation that no one else had. Maybe like Q-tip. Yeah. Maybe Buster. Like, but yeah. flow-wise, that guy just does stuff I, I would never be able to do. It's just ridiculous. Mm. But, um, but should we start top yeah, five? You right. do, you do. Okay, yours. this would be me. Andre? I thought it was your top five that you just did. No, no they're saying the dead, if they were dead. If, if you said no like, dead people, then you could use... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that was yeah. a weird um, Actually, I'm looking at it now like... Oh, come on. That's, that's a good like, list, man. That is a very good list. My number two, and this is just because these are people that like in, have inspired me more mm-hmm. than anything, and it might not be like universal opinion, but my yeah. number two will be Last M. Oh yeah, I forgot like, about him. He he was dope though. He was, yeah, in, he was incredible. Him, changed yeah. my life. Like, For the listeners that don't know, you should go back and check him out. Like what, like late nineties? The song eight, about when he was really the, the yeah. song with the dude from um, Grave Diggers. Like, yeah, who's dying? That's, so there's yeah. a song that he does oh, where the guy, fuck. the second verse is a guy called Poetic, and he spits this verse on his actual deathbed. It's not some yeah. fucking like made up shit. It's, yeah. He's honest. He's like, um, me and Death is playing chess. Like shit like that, like just crazy. Rapping about his sister's yeah. like yeah, crawling, feelings yeah. towards him about being a dying shit. Yeah, Fuck crawling up from the bathroom, calling my sister, Don, yeah. help me. I ain't feeling too healthy. Stomach yeah, balls burning. Fucked. Yeah, um, fuck that guy changed my life, and I think when you're talking about uh, what introduced you to philosophy, it was probably dudes like him. What introduced mm. you to like storytelling and in, in a real personal sense was probably someone like him. So that would probably be my number two. Um, Number three would be for me Doom. Right. Like uh, I just feel like there's no style, no like style like Doom's, mm. no fucking father to his shit. Just um, such a ridiculous lyricist, and a pretty cool dude. I got to interview him, so that oh no shit, like, sweet my. That was cool. Yeah, it was fucking cool. Um, number four, I think I just have to put Nas there. I just Ooh. have to, for me, and then my number five would be um, Plug One. From Dela. Hmm. Interesting. And number one? Oh, that's that's five, but not in any order. I mean, Andre's probably the best out of those five. Yeah, Andre's definitely top for me. But, fuck, I'm not nostalgic enough to do, like, a top five. Because, fuck, I don't listen to any old shit anymore. Yeah. But just, like, stuff that's influenced. Yeah, but I don't, like, have an attachment to anything anymore either. It was hard thinking about it today, like, you know what I mean? Like... Mm. Uh, I'll do my one then. Yeah, go on. Um, okay, LP. Yeah. Oh, just company be, flow. Just company flow one. in yeah. general, though. Like, not just him, you yeah. know, like that company flow era shit. Yeah. Can I do that? Can I do a band? Does it count? Or is it going to be one rapper? I think that's oh, LP, company flow. But yeah, he's yeah. beyond a rapper, isn't he? He's more of a mu- Produ- like producer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, him. And then Andre as well. Yep. Um, fuck, who else was going to say? Oh, Fat Lip. Oh, see, I was going to put Fat Lip on. 
Like, because he, he was one of the first people I heard just to be honest in his yeah, shit, you know? Totally. And to be tight, you know? Yeah. At the same time? Yeah, still with really interesting uh, flow patterns to tell the story. And then mm. Aesop Rock, of course. Yeah. And then, fuck, who's the last one? Yourself, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. Um. Uh, this is a terrible radio. Ghost? Nah. Just as well. I'll be more old duty bastard to be honest. If there's anyone from Wu Tang, yeah, be old duty bastard. You are a bit of an old duty bastard, aren't you? Thank you. It's true. Have you got one, Louis? Nah, I don't think so. Like uh, all the names that are thrown, like I can't put five. I don't so know. who's the top I'm, five alive? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an attempt. Alive. Fuck. Andre three thousand. Scarface. I knew you'd be Scarface. Cage was real influential oh, to me. Oh, I, was gonna, I forgot about I that. thought you'd be Cage. Cage was really influential to me. Um, I fell the fuck off. Fuck. It's kind of hard to leave, like, Heyday Prodigy out of it. Like, oh, yeah. And there's Heyday, man. Like, I just all like, that vicious, violent shit. Yeah. Like, and just how grimy New York it was. Rascass. Ras again? Oh. Ras I fucking love Rascass. Yo, Have someone's always... got to put Razzie on the list there. Because it's like... Yeah. Yeah. For the listeners that aren't fans I of think hip hop. I think actually, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Rascass goes in my top five. Because this isn't about nice. like the greatest like fucking yeah. uh, back catalogue or anything. Yeah. I think it's just about like... Impact? Not, Im not like, even impact, like, just like, yeah, like the style. But just when you hear them, no, then it's just like, you can't go, it just changes everything, you know what I mean? But actually Eminem was one of those people too. At the time. Like you remember when he dropped that single? And I remember hearing on the radio, I was in the car with someone. I thought it was a Mexican guy, I was like... And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought we could do even a top five, because Exhibit was another dude like that for me at the time, like, you know, like when At Speed of Life came out. Yeah, yeah. and he was doing those incredible It's funny to think of him being a legitimate artist, eh? Yeah, now... Listen, you fuckers, scumbags, <laughs> you cunts. Sampling the taxi driver shit, that's ill. Yeah. Like, I wanted to do a top five of dudes that have fallen off, like, that could be kind of dope. That would be good. I reckon Snoop would be number one. What about um <laughs> fucking um what's his name from Project Blow? Um, oh, what's his name? All balls don't bounce. Oh, AC alone. Yeah, oh. that's that, that's someone that fell the fuck off. But yeah. that was like the that man. That guy was like the fucking Miles Davis of rap. He like just rhyming like horns. Anyone under thirty is gonna be like, who the fuck are you guys talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, most of the audience. <laughs> but but Safi is an all saucy nomad too. There's some shit for them to go check out. Yeah. I guess if they like old boring music. <laughs> like, <laughs> if they like real boring old rap that it, it doesn't work today. Oh but, man, some of that shit's yeah, yeah, so good. What's your favourite shit today? What are, who are your top five artists that are doing it? Today? At the moment, Mr. Motherfucking X Squad, The Man, Rob Banks, um What's that um sex you dude? Sex you? Oh, Bando Jones? Yeah. yeah. He's not in my top five. That's, <laughs> like, that's the only song I know of his. Fuck, I'm tempted to put Rich Homie in my shit. I like him. Young yeah. Thugs and my top five alive. And yeah. Two. See, I'd like, I would go Young Thug, but then I'm kind of like, on the on that Rich Gang album, I like Rich Homie what shit. What about Danny better. Brown? Yeah, Danny Brown, for yeah, sure. Truth. Fucking brought back being a weirdo. Kendrick. That's fucking cool. I'm Rap sure you set. have to put Kendrick on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't like... I, I quite like Absol. Yeah. I, I don't fuck with Absol. If you just weird, don't watch his interviews. Yeah, yeah. It was weird where he oh. ended up here. Like, you know, with that last album being inspired to sort of make music like all his friends. 
Mm. Yeah, well, like I, he made, his last album is really sort of clubby kind of. Oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah, out of it. In mm. a bad way. Yeah, in a bad way. No. That sucks because that other album because you gave it to me. Yeah. And I remember having it on my phone for the longest time. And I listened to one song and I was like, oh, it sucks. And then I like fell asleep and it ticked over. Right. And mm. I woke up listening to it and I was like, oh man. Like that song about his girlfriend dying. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's a great song. And it's yeah. like Keisha walked down the aisle to that shit and we were like yeah. standing up fucking uh, the, the dudes that have to stand there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, don't cry, man. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are they called? Mates, mates wedding, of man. the group. I can't be crying at yeah, no, nah, that was a fu- that's a powerful song. Like it, it like because it was just an instrumental. Yeah, but you can still hear the sort of like fucking. Yeah, there's, a, there's, yeah. there's a few different tr- cuts on that album that yeah. I felt were like that. Like yeah, mm. um, and it seemed like he was really legit about fighting the power on that. Plus, shit, he had a cool know? voice, you know, the yeah. cool flow and yeah. shit. But I really like this dude uh, Zero. A lot of dudes might oh, not be familiar God. with Zero, but. I think like he might be. Is that the guy from the South, like from Houston? Nah, nah from that's LA. another zero. But yeah, I just like that from kind of LA. Bitch. Who's he's like of truant wrapped. Yeah, he's, he's friends with truant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's fucking incredible. Uh, he does this one song for Natalie Portman, and he's like standing there with oh, like a cape on. And, I feel like, like I've heard that shirt, and he like does this like fucking crazy ass track about Natalie Portman. It's really yeah, brilliant. Like a, like an open letter to her or something. Yeah. Like, it was pretty crazy. I've like always that. considered doing that to, like, famous people I've got a crush on. Mm. Just yeah. like, how the fuck can I get your attention? Write a real <laughs> good song that just is your name is the title. But then no, I can't do that. Your name is the hook. Why can't you do that? Because dignity. What would the song be? Um, who would it? Ah, psh, don't know. You know, boy. Carol Hirschfeld. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Carol Hirschfeld. Sure. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Do you have a top five? Top five mixes? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You like this four of them talking Man, you shit know, in your house, right? You know, now. you know who it. you know who doesn't come into that conversation though because we know them or know their music Tick? as like yeah, Tech Swift. Yeah, he's as good as any yeah. of those rappers yeah. we just I, mentioned. I feel he's like one of those Jay One like, as well. How did he do and that? I feel That's like yeah. Jay Roach as well. Yeah. You know, like he's up there, yeah. especially at that time. Top five New Zealanders, I'd say. Shay has left in there. It's got to be Miracle Shay. You is, is that right now or just no, for all like, time? Yeah, for time. Um, Tech Swift, J One, J Rocher, Tom Scott, stink, um, <laughs> and did I pay you? No, no, no. I'm just, just being honest. And you got um, Jay Rocha. No, nah, I said him. Ah, uh, fuck, who would my fifth be? That would be mine, but Danny D in the end. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was Prime, that was some crazy shit. Yeah. Sick. Shay's just on some other shit, the way, like, what he did for music was... Yeah. yeah. He's important as fuck. And um, Lazarus. <laughs> right. Do you know <laughs> Dom, Dom, Dom and I met him? And we're yeah, yeah, and we're outside. We're outside. The goat, Lazarus. We're, we're outside the show, and he. I got introduced to him, and I like as I shook his hand, I was like, "Bro, your music fucking sucks." <laughs> and he was like, "Cause I was even more of an asshole back then than I am now." And he was like, "Man, like I'm real, I'm real glad like you're straight up and honest." And he was like the nicest dude. The nicest, and, we and, I was, and then I felt like an asshole. One person we're overlooking is also is Royal Commander. <laughs> Royal Commander. Who the fuck's yeah. Royal Commander? Fuck Look him up. I thought you were going to say Freddie Numbers. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like it's become Freddy. That suits him. Freddy is um, Freddy numbers is a good. What is Royal Commando? Yo, straight out of Island Bay, Wellington. You know, he's just like holding it down. Is he the man? One of the greatest YouTube rappers of our generation. That's for sure. Oh, sick. I'm going to look that up when look we get that home. up. Which and song are we going to go out on? Um, we're going to go out on a new average rap band song called Good Guys. I chose this. And if people want to get... Good Dudes. Good Dudes. Yeah, same if same people want to get the EP, <laughs> how can they get it? Uh, the EP, just go to averagerapband.com and um, the password is Bindi Irwin. Bindi Irwin. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah, it's been thanks, awesome. Guys. Easy, man. That's cool. Got to be nerds. Got to talk about music. Yeah. Mm. I had a horrible time, but... Shut up! Just shut up! <laughs> Sunny day and it ain't even summer Hey, I guess I really can't complain I just get up and start again And thank the God I don't believe in For the vegetables I'm stealing From the supermarket, what a bargain I can't fight the feeling more no Like a Ric Flair Sit here and sit beer Even though I've had the shit I'm yelling shit, yeah I'm happy to be depressed Go ahead and repossess Everything I got Cause I bet even less And we the best losers That you never seen I fail like a champion The king of being broke Fuck your J's Man, I'm happy in my tracks With my slippers I don't want no six figures I just wanna split slippers And die like Sid Vicious Maybe this is just a game And if it is, I'm gonna play Don't want the fame Don't want the money I'm like, shit, I'm on the pain I'm going somewhere Even though it ain't nowhere Even though I got no hair I know there's no need for no tear I don't care about your low hair Don't care about your old pair don't care if you're homo queer or bi, cause I got no fear. We both weird and know you. I gotta send a shout out to my homies. That's Lucky Lance and Tony, Michael Coley, only Tony. Hold me down when I'm down. Hold me up when I'm on uppers. At the rugby making ruckus. When I call you fuckers, brothers, cause I mean it. Don't wanna be no rat up in the race. Proud to be there, why'd you be like it was tatted on my face? Say what? Uh, let me people you done seen come out here trying to uh, get these boys a chance to do something. Nobody. So this is what they do all day long, play ball, drink tonight, get high, celebrate. They ain't no angels either, now. they're not no angels, but they real good dudes. <laughs> Sunny day and me, blaze of weed, play your bees, super stony only, so I don't know what you're selling me. Haters down, we don't play around. If you click to beat the baddest, and someone to come and lay you down. Don't know how to manage, be your manic, let me loose, don't panic. How bad could it get? I got a bad full of shit, I should have had none of this. Get some mad at the getting about the brown bass and bomb, play your bang, or be yes until I'm on one. I know this, so I have my phone cut, only fuck with the bozies who know me, the best of don't trust. Trying to get with my go with my homie, just told me don't rush, low, even when I'm hot. I got no more serotonin floating around my brain Rain pouring hard as ever Even if it could be great I wouldn't change it whatsoever I mean, what would that say? Come on, keep it together Better be happy to be here A lot of people gone forever Better get up while you can Perhaps it don't be your bitch That's my man, got your back If you sober or you twisted I go for everybody who down with the clip YGMB, OBMGHD, them bad kids Playing up again, I forget So all it till it's over Got no love for any If you overrated stone Let's roll up on your CD And then you it as a coast up and lid, drop the table off the ropes like Coke Hogan and 87 Holla with the homies for a lazy session Hit the temple bars for a spa and go make a record Just another day in hell, I ain't gonna play you down You know what it is, YGB don't play your round, say what? And that's how I came to this life, uh, life Are you really happy? Why do you keep asking me if I'm happy? Yeah, I'm happy, what do I have to do? Uh, a moment ago you were at peace with yourself, what happened?